This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. What's up, y'all? No Jumper Man here with T-Real, man. Y'all, and I'm here with one of my favorite people in the world, Problem, man. How's it going? <laughs> I mean, first of all, I've been knowing this young man for a very 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 long time so and we've been through a whole lot like we mm-hmm. transitioned you know through the maze <laughs> we transitioned a couple times yeah so it is crazy for me to be sitting here with you interviewing you this is i don't the, even call this an interview listen, i think we just want to talk this is the just... honestly bro just like i'm so proud of you bro like this is i've never in my life Thought this guy was gonna be doing this, this well too. You know what I'm saying? Cause I know the damn fool with the one we saw last night. <laughs> I know that one. Yeah, cause elaborate on this guy. Elaborate on this guy. I mean, again, I know, I know. Sometimes niggas will bring it out of you, but you this know is what? Dope, though. For real, I, I did some crazy shit, and I'm like, damn. Cause I'm like, I'm trying to, I'm, I'm doing really good. I'm, I'm changing. I'm, I'm evolving. But you don't you get that one thing, you know, where, where you push too far. Mm-hmm. And you know, with me, and I'm older, so when you when you when you push when you click that button, it's right. over. It's I, either I, on or off when you get older. Yeah, it's over. It ain't no middle, nothing. And I'm keep going too. <laughs> I'm to the end of the road. Like I don't even know where the road niggas that had the Superman, the guy that had to come get me. Like, niggas, what are you doing? Well, y'all gonna work it out. You know how it go. I'm yeah, talking, but sometimes you gotta remind a nigga, you know what I mean? That it you mean? Yeah. You still doing that? Sometimes, sometimes, not not as much. I've actually not. I've learned to like. I gotta. My shit is like. Is the juice worth the squeeze? I say that all the time before I do anything. And like, if it is, well, yeah. But most of the time, it ain't no more. It ain't worth me. I mean, going to jail or hell over. I ain't probably ain't gonna fuck with it. What can What can get you out of your character right now? Uh, of course, like the obvious disrespect of my wife, mom, kid, shit like that. Uh, that's it. But my character sometimes is getting on a nigga too, so I'm not really proud of my character doing that. Yeah. And you sick. You trying to do it. <laughs> you already on. That's how we going it. That's how you doing it. This nigga. What's been going sick. on with problem, man? Well, you know I'm, what I'm saying? Let us, let us know, man. I'm my, my government. You know what I'm saying? It's Jason okay. Martin. You know what I'm saying? I just feel like it's just it's time for me to take Jason on. Problem Martin? No, just Jason Martin. Jason so I can't call you problem. You can call me problem, but I'm your homie. I'm calling you problem. You can call me Pete Pride, whatever you want, but you know what I mean? Business Jason wise, Martin. I'm going by Jason Martin. Right. So you going white on him. My name was that first, nigga. What you mean? Jason Martin. <laughs> <laughs> That's my real name. <laughs> what, are you, what are you talking you about? Government on nah, him. Man. Man, you know I got two first names. I was never meant to be last. That's what my dad told me. So okay. why not go for it? What made you uh go for that transition? I mean, I've been wanting to do it like the last five years. Uh, it was just like, man, um, the problem thing is tough because I'm from Compton. I got tasks, baby moms, turned up. Well, I'm already fighting all these negative fucking things when I walk in a room. And then I, film, I spend like my first five minutes meeting somebody trying to explain to them, oh, I'm good. I'm, I'm not. I'm, 
and I just got tired of it. You know what I'm saying? I really don't be tripping. I'm more I'm more of a finisher than a starter on most of the things that I've ever been into. So I think it's just time. I'm older, bro. I got fucking daughters graduated from college, two in college. They don't need to be telling somebody their dad name is Problem. So is that like Problem was your alter ego? Nah, Problem, that name came from basketball. But then when rapping started, it was just like, oh, that's dope. You feel me? Like, I'm going to just roll with that. You know, like back in them times, it was like, man, you have to have like one of the tougher names and shit. And then when Google came, it was kind of a nightmare. But hey, we just kind of stuck through it and kept it going. So let's take us back to the old problem days. Come on. I come mean, on. Come on. Let's go. Let's fuck waiting. We ain't got, I ain't about to even start with you. Let's run it. Come on. I said, let's let's go. go back to your problem days because you really was a problem out here in these streets. Musically, you know yeah, saying? I did a lot. You did I a did lot. I did a lot musically you know for the city, a lot of things. It was dope. And it start, you start from, you know, you started from Compton and you did that whole little thing, you know what I'm saying? And your name was like ringing bells so crazy. Yeah. And you know, when you from LA and Los Angeles, usually you got to be like associated with a, with a, with a gang. Like, mm -hmm. and uh, you wasn't wasn't really pushing it, but back then were you associated with a gang? I was associated with a lot of gangsters. Yeah. I think that's the difference. You know what I'm saying? I, um. A lot of people that I end up meeting or growing up with end up to just to be monsters. But when I knew them, they were just like, like Paul, he turns into two peas. You know what I mean? It's like, it's just, just by the nature of who you grew up with. But nah, man, I just, I've always been a straight shooter, but I never gangbang. It's just like most of my friends did, but I'm not gonna like treat them no different or not bring them nowhere just because they from certain neighborhoods. It's like, man, we gonna all just rock and go get this money and with these ladies and chill out. Back then, did you feel like your shit was like gangster rap? No. Like, you know what I'm saying? I never felt like I did gangster rap. I may have said some tough shit um, 20 to 30% of the time, but I would never classify what I did as gangster rap at all. My shit was more so like, come over here fucking around, you gonna see about it. But I'm really here to have a good time. So why, why? Cause you know, certain people, being from Compton and you're a rapper around that time, you know, people were trying to pick on you and fuck with you, you know, when you were a problem. Like, who tried to pick on me? I mean, it was certain artists that was throwing subliminals at you and who? shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Say that one, name. one was YG. You know what I'm saying? I, oh, he, and did, I, he said my name at the uh, at, at the interview. Uh, what he did the uh, freestyle. Yeah. Yeah. That beef was like, I didn't like that. I'm gonna just take you back to that. I didn't, I didn't like that beef. I, I thought both of you guys, I love both of you guys. I loved your music. I thought I thought what you guys was doing for the city was like beautiful. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I fucked with it. And it did it just like went off that hill. And I was like, where it the definitely fuck? drove. I it, was a fan. And I it, just didn't it know where it came a wedge from. Between like people had it seemed like everybody had to pick a side. Mm -hmm. And I remember that. I mean, truth be told, that beef didn't start with us. It was just, you know, a member of his crew and somebody from my crew. They got into it and just us being the faces, we became the beef. You see mm. what I'm saying? And him being who he is, me being who I am, ain't nobody turning down nothing. So it just kind of festered into something more than the fade, the original fade that it all kicked off from. Was there any fades ever, you know, taken? By taken me? I, yeah. Me and him? Nah, we I, we tried. I tried a few times. We tried a couple of times. We seen each other in the streets a few times. And for whatever reason, it didn't happen, but I won't say he ran from me. He definitely won't say I ran from him. It just didn't happen. Um, but you know, some niggas teeth got tapped in that situation. So Yeah, that's so crazy to me, man, that y'all y'all had to fucking go through that shit. And you know, but like you said, people had to pick sides in that shit. And me as a fan, you feel me, I felt like they were transitioning more to the YG side. 
You feel me? Well, yeah. And, I mean, the thing with, with that is it, it was crazy because at a time where, like, Nipsey actually brought this to my attention. He's like, bro, it's like, it's fucked up because I rock with you. It's my dog. And it, it makes us where we can't even really get money because people are scared to book both of y'all at the same time and all this shit. Um, one thing I will say about YG is people didn't know when we did uh, function on 106 in, uh, Park, like, we was in full-fledged heat at that time, but before we walked on stage, we walked up to him like, Compton don't fuck up the money. We shook hands and got up there and did our thing. So that was never gonna be a problem on my end. Like, if it's about a bag, I'm not stopping no man from getting they, they food, from feeding their kids and their family. I can't say the same about them, though. I've heard numerous stories about them stopping me from getting certain situations. So that's where I, like, my anger kept coming. Like, damn, my nigga, like, y'all don't want to get down, but y'all don't want me to get no money. It's like, I don't understand. It, it got so strange and it definitely drove a wedge through the whole city. And then ironically, it's like everybody that I had an issue with all got hot at the same time. It was like, oh shit, this is gonna get crazy. Yeah. I knew it was gonna get fucking crazy, yeah. dude. It was crazy. Cause they was taking producer shit. They, you know, different producers wouldn't fuck with you. You know what I'm saying? Do different like radio motherfuckers probably wouldn't fuck with you. People really was picking those sides and I felt like, okay. And, and I can see I don't know if you see, but I can see like a problem, you know what I'm saying? Now it's just stagnant and then this nigga going here. You yeah. feel me? Like, did that ever fuck with you at a certain point? Totally. I'd be lying if I say that. You know what I'm saying? And the, the, the heat of competition, like, we fighting to be the best dudes from out here. And especially with like the chokehold Diamond Lane had on the city, like, we had this bitch. I mean, I don't think it's all like politics, beef, and street shit. Why? You gotta understand. At the end of the day, we were independent and it was pretty much a four to five man team running my thing and I was going against major label artists. So at the end of the day, it's just like, who money gonna run, who gonna run out first? And shit, I heard stories about them niggas having my face on the, in the fucking studio with targets on it, all type of crazy shit. So it was cool, but it definitely fucked with me. It sent me in a spot one time because it was some people that I like helped. Like I know I helped that chose another side. So it let me see how this game worked, and it made it like, all right, I understand what this is. Let me just rock with who I rock with, and we're going to get right. Man, that's fucked up, you know, because I'm in that industry, too. I was in that industry. Yes, yes, you know, you know this. You know this. <laughs> and you definitely just, know this. To be, feel like, you know, you left behind, or niggas got to choose a side, and, you know, and it's, and it's not supposed to be like that. He put you in a fucked up, you know what I'm saying, position to where it's just like, you know what? Damn, like I might have to, you know, fuck you up, you know what I'm saying? To prove <laughs> that was definitely the mindset. I will say this, man. Like, I was, man, shout out to Bird. He he kind of calmed a lot of it down because I was wanting to go. Cause if we go to like just rap shit, if it's just like battles, I'm like, man, I'm gonna annihilate these niggas on some rap shit. So I wanted to go. And it was like, nah, it's too many street politics involved. We, it was just too many people that knew each other on the other side. And it really could have got to some real gunplay. And it was like, is it really worth that, what we really tripping off of? Because at the end of the day, this all started with one incident that didn't involve neither one of us. So. Did you ever fought him? Like, you know what, bitch ass nigga, you started this shit. Oh. Like, the nigga who, you know what I'm saying, who originally started it, the fucking The nigga who kicked it off, you know what I'm saying, to this day, we just, you know, he know to stay on his side of the room. I've I seen him recently, you know what I'm saying? Just keep your eyes that way, don't bring him this way. He understands because it was just, it just kept up too, he 
he was like the main agitator when everybody was trying to piece it up. He just kept agitating and kept agitating at a time where I was trying to change. I was changing my life the way I was thinking. I was really trying to walk around and just reintroduce myself on some like, I don't want no smoke, apologetic, let me be cool. I just really want to get back to working. Cause you know, nigga, finance is going down. All that shit was really a thing that was going on. And then just to see that nigga was trying to keep it up over something that was so small, it's like, it ain't smoke, but it ain't clear neither. You know what I'm saying? I think everybody else though involved, like I've seen YG, I've seen Mustard, I've seen, we've talked, everybody's spoken since then, so it's it's no real issue. But it was like for it to start over something that had nothing to do with the power players and for it to affect a decade, that's weak as fuck. Yeah, so, you know, seeing Rod, the nigga who started it. This nigga <laughs> sick. <laughs> 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 You know, let me tell you something, real, real, real talk. The reason, he, the reason why it never even got all the way with him because his auntie Bird is from Diamondland. Yeah. So she was like, man. Don't do it. So his auntie saved him from you. At the time, yeah. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. So you know, at that time, going back, and your, you said your finances was getting kind of Oh, rocky. it was fucked up. It was bad. Like, bring me back to that moment where you just felt like, you know what, I don't know, like, is this shit for me, or like, what am I doing? Like, what was the frustration? Musically, I've never, I've never duck the confidence. I always think I'm a song away from changing a bunch of people's life. So that ain't, that wasn't it. It was more so like, you know how you just feel like you running into a tornado and it just keeps sending you back that way? Yeah. And it's like... I'm like, if this record don't work, that means it's really bad. It's fucked up. And then it's like, like, that was my only means of finance. Like I was a, you know, I was a studio nigga, 12, 13, 14 hours a day in the studio. So when that's what's paying your bills, and then that does this, you get like, ooh, shit, it get, it get tricky. And you know what I'm saying? And and I have, you know, I have children and Did you have to cut a lot of people? Cut? No, not cut off like out of my life, no. I had to uh, recondition relationships. I had to go get a team that can be like definitely more day to day to day about what I need to happen. So yeah, I had to put like that first. Was but, was pun a part of that recondition? No, nah, the pun thing was fucking crazy. Let me tell you how that went. Cause I, it was a it was a wild. It was a studio session that I found out something that happened with Eric Billinger and some money issues and something. And I was just sitting there like, whoa, I thought, you know, it was a it was a misunderstanding. And then with the people that were involved, everybody being so bullheaded and everybody at the time, we all wrapped up off Molly and getting money and fucking communication was just terrible. I'm talking about it was so bad in them days. And then when you really dealing with niggas that's gonna really do that on all sides, it's just better to just wash hands and everybody just go do what they do. I think our thing was more of like a fade back than a cut because I was still talking to him, but we just wasn't doing business and like vice versa. At least on my eyes, that's that's the way I saw. So it. you felt he was too turned up for you, and you just was like, no, Hold no, on, no, that no, ain't no. For me. I think I, I can't do it. Pun. Hell no, nah, not too turned up. We going you know, we getting down together. Yeah, it was more so like that one thing, and then it was just some like just communication shit, like the League of Stars, the whole way that went. I was so that it was gonna all be under one umbrella, even like with the Like What record. That's why it says produced by a League of Stars, but I produced that record with them. It's just little things that I thought was gonna do another thing that didn't. And then, you know, again, me, I'm new to fame. 
I'm new to money, I'm new to all this, and I probably didn't make a few of the right decisions either. But it was never like, hey, fuck you, I'm not talking to you no more, and da-da-da, it was more so like, you just kind of saw people just like, we just gonna, he gonna go do his thing, I'm gonna do mine. I'm more so do that with niggas. If it ain't no, if it ain't no thing like where you did something like for real, for real, I'll just say, look, we probably don't need to do business right now, or they gonna say it, but it's like, nigga, you still my nigga, we had too many good, we had too many amazing times together for me to ever be mad at that nigga. I didn't know there was ever a drug addict problem. Oh, nigga, we was turned to up, nigga. Oh, <laughs> like nigga, what? Nigga, that Molly, the Molly that problem? Molly was a real thing, man. I was like, you was really doing dope. For that one year, year. So that was motivating you when you rapped? Nah, it honestly had nothing to do with the raps. I was just rapping about what I was doing. But were you sober rapping or were you high? Depends on what song. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, like what? I was sober. Like what? You were sober. But Take you were, your ties off. I was not. You were still throwing them subliminals in there too. Subliminals too. I wasn't throwing subliminals. In, in you like didn't throw what? no. You didn't throw no subliminals in none of your raps. Not in like what? No. Not not in like what? But I'm just talking about you know, in general. Was any of those subliminals were you high, or were you? No no sober? no 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 no. First of all, if the shoe fit wear with anything I ever say in my life. We gonna go there. I don't do no subbing, because if I'ma say, whatever I say, if that nigga that feels I'm talking about him is right there, I'm be like, yeah, I'm talking about you. It ain't no subbing, but I wasn't finna give no niggas no names in my shit. Mm. Like, you're not about to have, be a part of my history where you said I said your name and we can play that back. No way. No way, not even. We was getting, it was two up. It, but nigga, if niggas knew, if niggas felt like I was saying something, I mean, hey, yo. Again, my studio has been the same spot for nine years and my phone number's been the same. So as far as music, like um, still problem, like you going, like you having financial problems or whatever case mm -hmm. may be, you start getting out that hump. You feel me? You find a different um, mm -hmm. team. You going, you doing your thing, like day to day team. It was, day to still, day, it was still Diamond Line for sure. Still yeah, like. day to day. Did you did you ever like figure out? Did you stay like independent or yeah? Like you still independent to this the day. whole run, yeah. yeah. Only ha I had a deal with uh, Universal Republic with I'm fucked up record. That was the only major deal I've ever done. Mm. All the rest of that shit, we was whooping these niggas ass independent for real. Not like the fake one where it's a white nigga somewhere giving them the money. Yeah, because this I was not that at all. Tell me about that independent check where it's just booming Man, like that. Cause, I'm a, I mean, because you, I, you was booming. I'm gonna keep it a bang. Like I saw, I saw more than everybody else. Yeah, I know I did. I had way more control than everybody else. I had way more freedom to do what I wanted because my boss was one of my best friends. You know what I'm saying? And I'm getting money with Pun. You know, Pun's a hustler. He finding it all. He gonna find it. So yeah, it was shit. We were whooping on these boys. It was a thing. But there was a lot of money put into me. Just cause it says independent, man, there was a lot of money put into my shit. It was ran definitely like Interscope, for sure. I mean, you don't do 106 in Park nine times for free. You don't get the A-list radio we was getting. It doesn't work like that. Yeah, because, like, you know, how were you making those moves to even... Because I, I thought you was one of the biggest artists, you know, especially on the West Coast, yeah. to be independent. Because, you know, when I was doing that shit with Tiger, like, he was signed, you know, to Universal, mm -hmm. Young Money, but 
he he was moving like he was independent. Yeah, y'all was y'all. I remember coming to one of y'all studio sessions. It was just dark in there. We like me and Pun coming in. What the fuck y'all doing? Hey man, we got strike. We got to get this shit together. One wrong move, this shit would go crazy. <laughs> I remember y'all doing that. We was like, we getting the fuck out of here. But then when I had to do that shit, I was like, I totally get what them niggas talking about. That's me every day now. Like, what's your reasoning for doing that shit? What having it dark? Cause I need to, I need to, I need to quiet. Focus. I need to, I need it quiet. Like my car, like you know how people like being in the music, like me playing music. No, my shit off. We old as a motherfucker. Ain't that tight though? Hey, <laughs> dude. I'm riding home silent. I'm it's talking silent. about air. It's silent. The most I might turn on, it's gonna sound real old. Some like yeah. sports radio or some shit. ESPN. Because the commercials be all about balling. They all telling each other how to go get some other money and all the commercials on AM radio. I'm only listening to the radio when I'm with my girl, though. Right. Or the music or nah, doing yeah. that. You it's know what quiet. I'm saying? It's quiet. I literally, like, I'll get up and go to the office before the folks get there. And they, my people get there at 9 o'clock. I'm probably there at 7, just sitting in there. Just like, okay, what are we about to do? What's happening? What's up? And you had kids, too, I'm assuming early, because- Yes. <laughs> yeah. And, yes. You, and you were you were big around that, you know what I'm saying? Let's just say a decade ago, mm -hmm. like, and you was doing your thing. Like, how did your kids feel, like, to see their dad out there? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. You know, going crazy like they that. didn't get it. You know what I'm saying? Because they were like still young. But you know, I I was able to like like bring my daughters out in front of sixty thousand. So I got these pictures at my dad's house that they'll never forget. I got my little baby and my niece dancing at powerhouse. I was able to like capture these moments. So like when they older, like look, because they can't stand me. Like even back then, it's like, ugh, why does anybody listen to you? I don't get it. <laughs> oh, like shit. and I couldn't. I definitely couldn't play them D two B while we going to school. So. Uh, you know, you know, we can play function a little bit, but uh, I really wasn't making those hits that was for them. So they didn't get to really enjoy it. Like now, it's like I'll get a call, Dad, why do I keep playing your music while I'm at this place? I'm like, nigga, so you can give some money. So what you mean? Why we gotta keep this shit going? It's a hit. Yeah, it's yeah. a hit. It's going. Now them baby mamas at the time, you want to see niggas get some straightening. How many baby mamas Everybody you got? Everybody was nice, huh? How many baby mamas you got? First of all, I don't like to call them that. We're going to try it. The mothers <laughs> of my children. Okay, yeah, okay. I have I have more than enough. They was taking your ass through it. Prior. 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 Right now, it's all good. I mean, it's, it's it's. I feel like, yeah, it's it's good because, you know, I'm here and they here and it's no problem. I mean, but the thing is, man, I ain't going to lie. I added to a lot of that shit because, you know, when you slide through throwing dick around when you ain't got no business doing it, 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 it adds, it throws fuel to the fire. So looking back at it now, I can kind of get where it was tricky. I still ain't forgave everybody, but I do know when, you know, when the bag up, everybody just be a little more cooler. Yeah. That, what song you feel like, you know, like it was just, it did the most for you to where you was like, you know what? I made it out this shit. Man, I mean, shit. Everything after like that function shit was a thing. You gotta think, bro. Like we we 
me and Pun at the house, we at the Swig house, four in the morning, fucking around. We actually, that's a, that, I sampled myself from another song. I'm saying a verse from Potion on the hook. And to watch how fast that went from there to E40 to shooting a video in a month. 40 calling, talking about the fucking remix is done already. The little bullshit happened, and a week later, we on fucking TV? That was like a month and a half too much thing, and then luckily, by the grace of God, the day the video dropped, Mollywood one drops. So you talking about God put a thing together where that one time you saw this, who is this nigga with this red sweater on this joint? Let's look him up. Oh, shit, he got a tape out. Everything just went boom, boom, boom. So everything after that was just like boom, boom, boom. They all was big. Yeah. Everything. It was shaking. So when when that shit was shaking or whatever, it was doing its thing. Like, do you feel like when it took that dip, you feel like it was just YG or kind of part of yourself too and your team? Like, do y'all all take accountability, kind of, you know, for where your career went? I don't know. I don't. That? The thing is, what I'm going, what I had to learn to do. Remember, I told you I went through that little hiatus where I was just like, oh, I gotta chill out. I ain't finna be fucking. I'm not finna be doing none of that. I had to take full accountability about everything. It's all my fault. Because anything I let a nigga do, it's on me. So I don't know who's taking what accountability. I'm just going to talk about, like, it went the fuck up. And we'll we'll focus on that. I mean, everybody know what was up. And everybody know who who did what and who did what. And again, if everybody said they was right, then, nigga, we all, we should just go jump jump off a roof. You know what I'm saying? Again, we were new to something. But... I'm taking full responsibility for any slides I took because at the end of the day, it's me on the mic, and it's me. Like if a nigga was doing something I didn't like, I should. I'm nigga. I'm I'm ready to get out with everybody else. So what's the difference? Like what's up? I don't fuck with that. Or this, this, and that. So nah, all that shit my fault. Should have made better records. I should have made better decisions. I should have listened. I should have not listened. It's a lot of that shit that happened. So what motivates you now to you know what I'm saying to keep going, man? You know, upward. Shit, just you can just go look at the grace of the game, man. Even Jay Z done fell off before. Even fucking Snoop Dogg done fell off before. Like nigga, you know how, whoever thinks that they're just gonna roll this shit straight through and have this dynamic. If your name's not Drake, have this dynamic fourteen year run. Nigga, you're crazy. Jay Z ain't never fell he off. He definitely nigga. fell off. It was a time nobody <laughs> was checking. No, nobody nigga. was in the Kingdom Come, bro. And I love Jay Z to death, but nobody has Kingdom Come on their vibe. And he'll tell you that. Yeah, I probably and 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 Maybe Dog and songs. Snoop is my. That's my guy. The Snoop line thing, it got, it got, it not fall off, right? Meaning like they're not off the face of the earth, but it was a rough patch. Snoop is the most famous nigga rapper alive. And guess what? He's the hottest he's ever been in his life right now. Due to like brand deals, but no, and just keeping it like the image alive, bro. It's like you gotta stay on the dice. It ain't about who, who. It ain't about who hit first. About who hitting. Yeah. Who hitting? Who gonna stay on the dice, bro? As long as you stay on the dice, you got a shot to hit. So I never looked at it like, oh, this is gonna be forever. No fucking way. I wasn't put here to lose, bro. I wasn't. I was not. Is that kind of like you know you looking at those guys and your OGs and you you going through a little you know a little drought and you like hold on you know you got your Snoops and you got your Dre's and you you like you said you got your Jay Z's. Everybody have that little Everybody. drought. Everybody, Wayne. So Everybody it, has. Damn. Look, like even right now, like we can go back to that 10 years, right? Look at everybody that I was in competition with at that time. Are they having the best year right now? No. Exactly. Are everybody you- gonna take a dip. Now, now, and, and that's no slight to no nigga, but 
dips come if you really gonna be here 20, 30, 40 years. Now, if you just came to hit a lick, I mean, shit, I mean, that's not, that's not me though. Are you waiting on that Carter Six? Anything Wayne do, I'm checking out. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> I, don't I don't know, know if I'm, I'm waiting on like, no Carter Six. I, I, I love wait, Wayne though. But I ain't waiting for nothing though. That's the I, thing. I, like, it ain't no music. Like, I'm sitting there like, ooh, when that comes, it's finna go. It's not like that no more. I so like, Drake don't do you like that? Drake do. I'm a Drake, yeah, Drake. Drake's go. Drake's Drake go. I be arguing with my boy all the time. Like, bro, he's a goat. I, I don't know what to tell y'all. But what he's is you, you? What are you and your boy arguing? It's nothing. To right, argue it's nothing to argue. Like, he's the goat. Is, yeah, like we've never seen the 14 year straight dominance ever. Like right. ever. In Still anything. going. Crazy. Right now, like he's the only. I've never seen this. Like Michael Jackson even fell off. Like he's still like. It's not no falling off. Nobody's listening to Blood on the Dance Floor, bro. It's my. It might be on him to stop. He seem like he like I'm up. You could tell he nigga. Oh, he big up. He gambling. He chilling, you like, know, y'all yeah. go ahead, slick man. back. Y'all got it. <laughs> yeah, you doing y'all the thing. Got it. But then he's do fly shit like. Let me repost Blue Bucks. Yeah. You know why? He ain't selfish. He ain't. He ain't like California niggas. He feel like it can be a bunch of kings. It don't gotta be just one. And I, how do you feel about this California and like in the state of rap it is right now? Like, cause I I feel like it's still like there's too much politic, too much gang politic. It just you you can't really move around. It'll situations like your situation will always fucking happen in here. Like it is crabs in a in a bucket. Like we just steadily pulling each other down. And I feel like we don't evolve but you do have artists like a blast you mm-hmm. know and you know Bino I, mm-hmm. I fuck with those artists like Roddy Rich you know that you know got a, a different sound like I do fuck with those artists but just like the majority of the west coast is just like you know we pulling each other down um it's just tough bro because like let me say this we so busy trying to be like somebody else but everybody flies here to get this. Like everybody wants to like, like I, I, I can't, I even riding here, like my boy at the radio on and they playing Biggie songs and all this shit. I be in New York, I don't hear us getting scratched into that shit. We so ready to dick ride every fucking body else. We don't do that. We don't even dick ride our own selves. We so really, we talk so much shit about each other that other niggas can come out here and get all the money and get all the bitches and get all the things they need and then they go home. That's the problem. The culture is fucked up. And then if you go music, Sonics is Sonics. You're going to like what you like. You're going to fuck what you don't. But as far as like the way we look as a whole, we don't look together. So a nigga going to come through. Like if I come through your hood or if I come through your squad and y'all niggas look loose. The structure I, I, off. Huh? It's off. It's off. Oh, and the thing is because all of the kings is just they going to grab their bag and dip. They gonna grab their bag and dip. They gonna go somewhere and keep grabbing their bag with them same four niggas that they fuck with. It's 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 weak. It's like weak minded. It's like they don't want to stand next to a nigga that's as tall as them. Nobody wants to be eye level with a nigga out here. They want to be like, oh yeah, I got you, little homie. Don't fucking little homie me. I got too many kids. Unless you finna put it on a bill, I ain't your little homie. We gotta stop that talk. We gotta stop, man. That's my young nigga. Nah, that's my that's my king. That's my partner. Yeah. Start introducing me as what I am and, and so on and so forth. The mentality is fucked up. And it's like that because of gang shit. It's like, you know, OG, YG, Tiny. It's like we got all these invisible fucking metrics that bleeds into the goddamn music business. 
Like it's fucking stupid. Did you do you ever feel you know regret that you had to tie yourself into that politic when you while you was doing music is problem? I never tied myself into no gang politic. Never I mean, in my life. Not in music. Never. I feel like you was kind of like in the politic a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I didn't have you know? one nigga. All the niggas, these niggas be getting they scared of them. My partners. Yeah. What? And no nobody. Way. <laughs> You're mine? No, no way, bro. You got to yeah. think. No, 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 no. I no. I would. I would go to the. I was at the Crenshaw basketball games with my kids. Dolo, what's up, you? What's up, Big D? I'm in the main streets. Dude, I was up. I'm in everywhere. Jungles. What's happening? Woo, woo. Nah, because I would tell niggas, hey man, I don't bang. I don't have them politics, nigga. I'll go get put on. Yeah, would you tell a rapper right now, like, you ain't got to do that shit. Don't do that. You know what I'm saying? Totally. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't, Don't do, do it. it because you ain't ready for it. That shit a 24-hour gig. I tell, like, like street niggas, y'all niggas is amazing. Like, you can't even clock out. You got to be on all day. Like, you got to be on, like, all, all day. day. All day. Like, even when you go to sleep, you got to, like, to where you the bitch. It's crazy. To where you, like, you really think you that nigga. It's like, what? it's WWE, but it's like, hold on, turn it off. There ain't no off Ain't no off switch for no street shit, bro. Like, I, I've had to resort to doing street things. But, nigga, by no, by no shape of imagination would I ever gift myself that luxury of saying that's what I am. Or what I, you know what I mean? Yeah. I just ain't finna let nobody do something to me. That's the difference. You come in here swinging on me, I'm swinging back. I don't gotta be from nowhere to do that. Now, the niggas I'm with might not let you get over here. Now, that's a whole other conversation. But if you make your way this way, I'm gonna pay your ass. I'm gonna pay your way back for sure. Yeah. At least back then. Right now, I'm going home. Man, tell me about some of these uh, legendary studio sessions you didn't have, man. <laughs> What kind? what kind are you talking about? I mean, you had some legendary studio sessions. What I mean, mean, with some big artists, it was good. It was cool. I mean, let the people know. I mean, you have been in some studio sessions where you know what may have caused the problem, huh? You, what specifically are you asking me about? You may have caused a problem or two in you know at a couple studios. I've never caused no problem you know, in no studios. I, it, what are you, you know, talking maybe, about? And maybe Pun was there and did some wild shit, and y'all didn't seen a few people run ins and did some. Crazy oh, shit. talking about back in the day? Yeah. Oh, nigga, if we caught if we caught you, we gonna get in them eyes. We want to see what was up. Whoever, like whoever was somewhere talking somewhere else about what they was gonna do when they saw me, him, Bird, or Bad Luck. When I got or when they got, we got into them eyes. We, yes. I, I'm here right now, so obviously it All right, wouldn't be bullshit. So a nigga ain't never seen problem, punk problem, problem ain't never turned nothing down, nigga. None of that shit you hey, seen. Hey man, get talking them comments underneath this motherfucker and tell me when it happened. <laughs> Let me know. I want to know when. Yeah. I, I, tell me, tell me. I want to know when that happened. I'm just I, a fan looking on the out. You know, what I'm saying on the outside in. You know, and I just wanted to know just for, for me. A lot of people thought that I was ducking smoke because a lot I of wasn't people. talking, because I wasn't, because me, honestly, I always thought like if it was real smoke, like why the fuck would I rap about it? Why would I go on an interview like, yes, yeah, what's up with this nigga? Nah. How many rappers had smoke with you? Sound like all of them. It seemed like it was like <laughs> <laughs> all of them. All of them. So Any, he didn't every acquired beef through the whole West Coast. The whole, outside of the Bay. At How some the point, fuck did you do each that? Each one of these niggas had a problem. Man, I used to make love to a lot of women. 
So these that niggas was know. mad because you was taking eight bitches. I didn't say take anything. I gotta watch you. I used to make love or lust, lustful moments with people, and I how would I know who belongs to who? That's not I wasn't, I'm not even y'all friends to know who's what. So rappers was calling your phone, like, hey bro, that's my bitch. I've had that happen before a few times, but hey bro, that's my bitch. That shit sound crazy. I'll be laughing. I'll be like, hey my nigga. This is crazy. I remember telling <laughs> nigga like, this is nuts, bro. That's crazy. You might want to get on the jack with her, bro, because I'm not, I've literally had to have a conversation with a nigga like, hey, bro, I thought we was woo-woo. I'm like, what you thought what? He's like, what you mean? Like, bro, we, 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 we man, you supposed to, nigga, I don't know. Man, I know you through songs. I don't know you, nigga. What's yeah. wrong with you? Personally. Bro, I have like friends, like real friends, and then it's like this business. Very different. Very different. I've always understood that. It it was well. I'm lying. It's been times where I thought some of these niggas was my friends, and oh, I've, and I've and I've done extra, extra, extra for it. And I'm just like, oh well, no, that was my fault. I I gave too much. Did that make you transition and change your name to where you just was like, you let it all go, and you said, you know what, fuck this shit. I'm finna, I'm finna try this over here. Something something new for me, which I which I love and I and I respect mm -hmm. because you. I feel like. You you are a great rapper, but it's like, damn, right. you found your niche. Like you found like something else that you really love. Right, right. And you you know what I'm saying? And you curated that shit and you created a business and it's just like your baby, your new baby. Man, it's it's so it, yeah, man. I the name like I said, the name change was a five year ago thing I talked about. I called two change and I asked him, I'm like, bro, I'm thinking about changing my name. And like, what did you do when you did yours? He was like, man, fuck that shit. If that's gonna get the money, go. But then I had a sit down with some people at the time and they kind of talked me out of it. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't mentally in control of myself, honestly. But they talked me out of something and I was like, well, all right, it don't make sense. But honestly, they were right because it would have looked crazy because I hadn't gave no like real foundation on it. So like the next five, these last five years has been me showing and proving like I got married, bro. I slowed down. I stopped being outside. I just changed what I'm rapping about, changed what I'm doing, changed my message, changed my delivery. And now it makes sense. Like, oh, it's like, well, now they applauding it because you've actually watched it first. I feel like it would have been abrupt. So they actually were right. That's crazy. How, like, how is it being married? I mean, I never even knew you had a girlfriend. I mean, because, you know, y'all niggas don't like posting y'all girlfriends. I put on, my, the, on the internet, about? like I do, I post <laughs> we just went this through this shit with AD. <laughs> this nigga say I definitely post my wife. Y'all don't crazy. be posting y'all girls like that. I, so I don't know. I mean, they they be niggas be giving me slack. I post my girl all the time. It recently kind of slowed down, but you know we be you know TikTok it down. Work, y'all working right now. You got to yeah. get the shop back together. <laughs> yeah. You got the show. There's a lot going on. <laughs> There's a lot going on. You got to you know what I mean? Yeah, you know I'm saying how's it being married? Don't tell me that niggas wasn't invited to the wedding. I didn't have a wedding. We just went and just Let's did it. Let's talk about it. Let's yeah, about we just that. went and did it. Because I don't want a wedding. Nah, that shit ain't the vibe. The wedding ain't the vibe. Listen, because, okay, my wife was married prior and she was like, listen, we're going to spend all this money for all these other motherfuckers. And, and, it ain't got, and it ain't got nothing to do with them. This is about us. We can take that same money and we can go do some other shit with it. And just like, we'll just tell like the immediate family, not even asking, like letting you guys know if you hear anything. We're getting married tomorrow, boom, boom, boom. You know, not really a blessing, but just like here, we gonna let y'all know. So we did, we did a shotgun away. We went up the street, did our vibe, boom, 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 and it was just like, all right, boom, and just got with it. 
That's what I be telling my girl. I said, I don't know if I want to feed a hundred motherfuckers. That's I, not going to eat my food, what bullshit with me. What we plan on doing is the five-year anniversary, we're going to fly everybody out somewhere. We're going to do a thing. How many people are you flying out on your dime? Well, shit, man, that all depends on how good this coffee and kush shit go. <laughs> <laughs> As of now, it'll Damn. probably be 20. Yeah. But hopefully by then, nigga, we probably take the whole content while we take everybody because it's going to be a thing. When I when we do it, because first of all, like damn, I'm married. That's crazy. Yeah. I still to this day can't even believe it. it's wild. Let's talk about coffee and Kush, man. You talk, you know, talk about it from the beginning, man. How'd you build it? Where did it come from, bro? I was on the balcony, just like I want to feel. I want to do a project outside. I want to do a project outside, and it's all starting that transition I was telling you about. Me and my wife had started dating, and then she, we would just, I would just, instead of going to sleep at 5 a.m., I was getting up at 5 a.m. And then you notice after a while, there ain't a lot of people to talk to. Niggas ain't even up that early. So we would just get up and walk to Starbucks. Every day, just get up, walk to Starbucks. You and your walk, wife, get up. Every walk. day, walk to Starbucks. So I was able to get like two miles in, so I'm working out, but this is, but I'm noticing there's so many different type of people here, but it's the same people. And they look so comfortable. Everybody looks so comfortable. Like life is great. They don't look like they're in a rush. It's just a bunch of people that's cool. So one day, I'm smoking, and I'm like, I walk. She's like, "Why are you doing?" I'm like, "Man, I'm high. We're gonna do our stuff." I walks in, and then this dude walks over to me like, "I love that fragrance you wear." Older white gentleman. Even had to be like 67 or something. We start talking. He start talking about the business he owned and different shit. And I'm like, "Hmm." Every morning I'm smoking, I'm doing coffee. Every morning I'm smoking, I'm doing coffee, working on this project. I'm like, I'm going to call it Coffee and Kush because this is what I'm doing. End up going on tour with Exhibit. First time anybody ever took me on tour. Shout out to X. Takes me overseas, and then I find I see Amsterdam. I'm like, oh, shit. This is everything I've been talking coffee about. Coffee house is going this is crazy. crazy. This, right. Like, I'm like, oh, I got to get one of these. To the city, it'll calm us down. It'd be dope if you part of shit. <laughs> the weed calm you the down. Said, yeah. But that, but it's something about that tea and the coffee and the weed together. It just makes everything flow fly. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So you just start building on it. It's like, okay, well, I take the Mollywood shit. I'm like, okay, fuck what went wrong. What worked? All right, it was a series. We created a product. I couldn't sell Molly, but I can sell coffee and Kush. What was it? What did it look like? Oh, we made a soundtrack for something. All right, well, this is going to be the soundtrack. So then you just start Googling shit. Like, you know, you just go down this rabbit hole. Pandemic hit. It's like, oh, everybody's at the house. Mugs. Let me look these up. Find something modifying. Let's just start drawing this thing out. Let's start seeing what it looked like. And then just start piecing itself together. Law started changing. Law started changing. Oh, wait, let me write this truck down. Coffee truck. Let's see if I can... Sell weed off this coffee truck. This could be dope. And just it just start piecing itself together. I want a consumption lounge. I want to try to get one. Then the play comes and it just started coming, becoming. More people just start calling in. And I see what you're doing. Snoop call, like, hey, I want in. Whoa, my other partner call. Hey, what you doing? Boom, boom, boom. And now Did uh, Snoop ever put an investment in? I mean, because he does invest. He does. But I I I I'm working out something special for him. I'm actually gonna gift him something because he He's done so much for me. But get ready. You're going to see some dope shit. Dog, has, dog is definitely in it. Dog. What has Snoop done for you over the years? Whenever it was afloat, man, he would let and gift me the opportunity to allow me to write records with him. 
Mm. You know what I'm saying? We 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 like not for him. A lot of people say that. No, he that's not how it works. Right with him. You know what I'm saying? He knows he's an older dude. He's trying to get his vibe out. We got one out right now with Eminem. Shout out to that. That's cracking. Um, Cause you wrote a lot of songs for for Snoop. With yeah, yeah. For, with, since, with, well, with Snoop. Since that was my first gig it was two thousand eight. Snoop. That was gave me my first rap check ever. Damn. Yeah. How much was that? Twenty five thousand. Twenty five. I never seen that much money for writing for Snoop. I got twenty five band. I remember niggas so ignorant. I tried to go to the Knicks check cashing on Avalon and El Segundo <laughs> oh, to no cash it. That's how fucking, how, but how, how crazy this was. So Snoop gave you a check for 25 And I walked in there and said, look, it's St. Calvin Broder sold it. She was like, we can't do nothing with this. You got to start an account. I'm like, hell no, the baby mama's going to come take this. I remember the conversation like crazy. Yeah. Your baby mama was getting your account. Bro, I remember getting a child support fucking check for my daughter when she was like three months old. I don't even know how to, we didn't even have time for me to not take care of the little motherfucker. How many artists? How many artists have you wrote for? Shit, tons, tons, tons. Chris Puff, Chris, Chris Brown. Brown. Yeah. Brown. What song? Puff. What song? To take uh, lay your head back. That's on my separation joint with him and um, Tank. Remember you was there. I'm just, I'm, I'm just. Like, this nigga's crazy. You gotta watch it. <laughs> you gotta watch it. <laughs> he was serious doing it. What was I doing when I was at that Because everybody be acting like I'm scared. I was in their support. Right there. You were yeah. right there in Detroit. Uh, Chris, Puff, Dog, Dre, like a lot of niggas. Like the bigger folks, though. A lot of people don't know that about you, though. Yeah, they don't know that about you. They don't know you get in there and write those songs, and they don't know a lot of, about you know artists that you know that do that. But you guys got to be highlighted like that because the motherfuckers, but ah, oh, he ain't doing that or he ain't doing this. But you still in there. You still got big relationships with with different artists, like you said, Exhibit, like yeah. Snoop, like people you could call on, like Two Chains, like yeah. you know what I'm saying, like you in there. So that shit definitely has to be celebrated. You gotta, you, you know what I'm saying? I'll be sticking my motherfucking chest out. You feel right, me? Man, Let niggas listen, know. You feel listen, me? Man. You know what, man? Only people that need to know is that Chase account when that shit get in there, man. All that other shit, bro. I like to let the work work for me, man, because I, I watch, I see a lot of uh, Insta famous niggas running around here. I see a lot of niggas that got a lot of followers and a lot of likes, but they don't like their life. It's miserable as fuck. Their life is not the vibe. Like, I'm like, their life is not the vibe. I literally just left Italy, going to Montana tomorrow, going to DR on Wednesday. Their life ain't here. I know this for a fact because I don't see these niggas nowhere. Yeah. I see them on Instagram. Flossing. I don't know if it's flossing, but I don't see them nowhere. That's what I'm telling you. I don't, I don't see the. How do you feel about the whole social media thing? Like, I fucking you... hate it. I fucking hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate that I, you even have to do it. I hate it. I love watching it though. So I still gift and the courage. Like I'm definitely fucking like a geek <laughs> watching every and everybody, bro. Like no, what is, so what you watching? Everybody. I watch all y'all niggas constantly. I watch her. <laughs> you, you I, I see it because you be watching whole fashions? Actually, she came out of the office. She I had a lot of those. She said, Yeah, I got to see a lot of those. <laughs> You feel me? I wanted, to, I, wanted, I wanted to do like an animated thing with her on that. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you going to do an animated thing? I wanted scene? to, but I, then I seen she had something going. I was like, oh, what's well, she doing that right now? But Come on, talk that. Come on, feel me. Yeah. Oh, me, bro, listen. I'm so tapped into everything rocking. Just because you don't like see me and shit like that. Nah, bro. Like, nah. 
Nah, I I, I know what's going to shake the culture up still just because I see what's missing. But yeah, bro, like, niggas, I mean, and again, and this is no slight to nobody. It's just like, let's keep it real, bro. Like, we go draw back 10 years from now and then go look at everybody that was with us 10 years ago and just look at them. Do they look happy? No. What advice can you give, like, the people out here, the younger people out here beginning to rap or rapping right now to... To, to find that like <laughs> grace, because you can't even find you know like no strong moments in these niggas. These niggas is depressed. I'm gonna like, tell you right now, man. Bro. I tell my business partner all the time. Shout out to Spoon. Fuck that rap shit. Leave that. Do that shit just for fun and have some fun with it. That ain't. That ain't. Bro, they don't. They have. You know what? I've never heard introvert so many motherfucking times. I didn't even know what the fuck that was. Bro, listen, you got to think, bro, like the rap shit, like they have made a mockery of my profession. They have made a mockery of it. Like, remember you used to tell a girl, like, man, I'm in the industry, you know, I, could do, I got artists, uh, I'm a rapper. They'd be like, damn, can I come to the studio? Now it's like, what else you do? Damn. It's like, it, they didn't made a mockery of it because they've allowed any and everybody to do it. I use this analogy. Like, bruh, would it be special to be a Laker if I could just, during the game, walk in and grab a jersey and play with him? No. No. Bro, uh, somebody, little knick-knack, can literally load up a song and have it on the same play playlist as Drake if he know the right person. That's insane. That's crazy. They got to have some tears to this shit. Like, this many platinum artists can be on this one. This, this you got to sell this much. They have to figure out some type of metrics because it's fuckery right now in that shit. I would never tell somebody like, man, listen, man, go rap right now. I would say, hey, man, if you like to do music, get ready to brand that shit with whatever you about to sell. Like, again, I'm like, you know, my boy Spoon, I'm using an example right here. It's like, okay, you like to wear wave caps? Do your shit so you can sell the wave caps. Because it's almost like, yeah, let's rap. Let's diss this nigga. Let's talk about killing this nigga over here. And then shit, you know, we might get into Rico, but that's the worst And get ready thing to go to jail. Yeah, you know that's why saying? I want to come here. I didn't know what you was going to ask me. I'm, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> like, I ain't finna ask that's you. That's why I've been ducking this place. Like, but not you me. You know way too much about me, but you actually but take, I would not I appreciate do you, you taking it easy on me, too, because yeah. you can get yeah. But you know I'm going to go back and forth with you. But don't, now nah, I, I want you to do that. I won't, I won't, I'm trying to change my life, too. You feel me? Coffee and cushions going up. That's how we gonna end this shit right here. You know what I'm saying? Tell the people about Coffee and Kush, your collabs. You right. know what I'm saying? What you got going on? What's to come? What's the goals for it? Man, go to coffeeandkush.com, man, and just get ready to shop. And just get ready to see what's coming. We about to open up a consumption lounge with our partners at Elevate in Lizzie, California, about two hours up. We're working on getting buses that's gonna be able to take you back and forth, but it'll be the first of its kind. It'll be a place where like, just like-minded people can think and do things. We'll have entertainment. It's gonna be crazy. And just you, I think people have already seen the coffee and Kush truck kind of driving around. It'll be like one of the first of its kind. So we're focusing on like really diving in the mobile dispensary with the coffee element and the consumption lines and just hopefully spreading it and spreading it and just keep spreading the word. Like that right now is like the real focus. And Jason Martin, the brand musically and, and television and film is about to be around. Oh, fam, you finna tap in? Yeah, yeah, I got some things on the horizon that I'm really, really excited about. Really, really excited about. Yeah, yeah you know, well, like you said, I took it easy on my boy. <laughs> I could have said, you know what I'm saying? 
<laughs> you tried you though. You definitely tried. I don't tried want you to, to lose none of the deals you in. You know nah, what I'm saying? Man, I don't want to say you, you robbed or shot anybody or done no wild shit like that. Because, you know, cause niggas here be start nah. making up shit and do some wild shit like that. But nah, I, ain't did, I ain't that nigga. I ain't did no robbing. I ain't did no shooting. I just, yeah. did, I just didn't do no running. And we just no got to we just gotta I, understand, like, as far as, like, you brought up my place in this shit, mm-hmm. there is nothing you can do to erase me from this. It's not even possible. Nothing. It's nothing you can do. That's why I don't walk around with my chest out like that. It's like some shit is just already cemented in gold. And as a black owned company that I'm a part of, niggas need to more celebrate that than anything. Like, fuck me. It's like, hold on. It was like some real niggas from the East Side that really took on the industry and whooped his ass for a couple of years. Before we go though, like, how does it feel to be a Los Angeles staple? Fucking amazing, bro. Like, you gotta think. You make it here locally, that's 40 million motherfuckers in California. Like, we're like, I think people here forget this is the second biggest market in the United States. Why in the fuck would I wanna care about being known anywhere else? Doesn't make any sense. So to be able to establish that and to if you can come out of here and be a staple, like we did the Mollywood 10 concert the other day, and I was like blown away. Like, wow, like we really did something that was really dope that you just can't erase. And man, hopefully the next 10 years will be just as prosperous. Hopefully it'd be at least half as fun. It can't be that fun because I'm married and shit, but it's gonna be, it's gonna <laughs> be, it's gonna be different. That'd be a different fun. kind of fun. But yeah, I'm just man. saying, though, you know, some niggas like, I wouldn't have did that. No, I'd have did it the exact way I did it. <laughs> yeah. That shit was cracking, nigga. I ain't gonna lie to you. Yeah. But all right, y'all, you know what I'm saying? Nice to have you here, my man. brother. You feel me? Nice talking to you, man. man I appreciate you, you for coming. Yeah. You know I don't you know come out. Saying? You don't you <laughs> definitely don't come out, man. Whoa. You don't fuck with nobody, man. But I definitely appreciate you for coming, man. This is probably one of my best interviews. You know, you know why? Cause I really actually did no studying. I didn't wanna I just wanted to just free flow with you because I really know your personality. Right. I know who you is. You a good nigga, man. And, you know what I'm saying? And this is my second interview in this building, so it means a lot. Man, appreciate you. It look good, too. I was yeah. going to say, man, I, I was going to say a joke, but I'll say it off camera. <laughs> I say, I want to say the mask is ready all over here. <laughs> Damn, Adam, you ready? We got NDAs and all that. But y'all security week, because I got a knife in my sock, so y'all got to get that shit straight. Y'all got to do some pat down. I can show you. See, y'all niggas is weekend. Y'all slipping in here. That's the shit y'all we don't want to talk about. I'm just trying to tell y'all, don't do that. Don't take it out. You took it out. Adam, come on! I know it's new, See, but I just tell you, you I'm like these niggas are leaving here with this. I gotta be careful. <laughs> you doing? Hey man, I'm still. I'm still lost his mind. I'm still me, man. It ain't gonna never do that. But y'all gotta tighten this shit up in here, man. You got a wife right now, nigga. Who you think told me to put? Who you think told me to put it in there? Oh my god! Yeah, I got a gangster with me. That don't don't let the spoon taste fool you, man. It be shit going on up there, nigga. Get that knife. She she grew up in Nino. Okay, all that shit, all that prissy talk is a. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm trying to tell you. Shout out, problem wife. Come on, Adam put a Why? damn knife in his sock. Dig on the clip. Love you to death, man. We go, man. Make sure y'all go to sosorella.com. You know what I'm saying? If you shopping for the ladies, man, use my code T R E L L. T-R-E-L-L. Make sure you go um, back on Fig. You know, that's my new channel right now too. Make sure y'all subscribe to that shit. And you know what I'm saying? Coffee and Kush. You know what I'm saying? Don't worry about nothing. Don't holler at it. Yeah, we gone.